this morning, let's move forward to these other areas of dreams and visions, prophecies, and angels. These are other ways that God will guide us. In Acts chapter 2, verses 17 and 18, um, uh, Peter says, you know, we are in those last days where God is pouring out His Spirit on every one. And what, what highlights this outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Your young men will see visions, your old men will dream, dreams, and people will prophesy. So dreams, visions, and prophets. They are a hallmark of this move of the Holy Spirit. Just Psalm 16 verse 7, the psalmist says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. So God speaks in the dream to instruct us and to keep us from getting into wrong things. Correct us. Let's talk about vision. God intercepts your imagination. He puts things, it could be a single picture or it could be a sequence of things happening. He intercepts what you are seeing with visuals that he is giving you. That is a vision. Now let's talk about prophecy. God speaking to man through man. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 says, it brings edification, exhortation, comfort to people. Right? You speak an inspired word, you can edify somebody, you can build somebody, you can encourage somebody. 1 Thessalonians 5, 20 and 21. Let's read it together. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. So don't reject prophecies, be open to it, but Test everything. So you must test. Somebody gives you prophecy, it's good, but you've got to test it. Right? And hold on to what is good, which implies reject what is bad. A prophetic word can bring confirmation, uh, it can bring direction, and it can bring revelation. Don't base your life only on a single prophetic word or somebody prophesying to you. Don't do that. Right? Establish the primary witness, the word of God, and the inner witness of the Holy. That must be first. Okay, if somebody gives you prophecy, good. But have there been other confirmations? Check that. Especially in major situations like this. Okay, you've got to check the prophecy, the prophetic word. Let me spend a few minutes on angels. We see angels in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. It's there. And we are in the church age. And angels were active during the church age, in the time of the church. Uh, Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14, talking about angels, it says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Angels are used by God to send messages to us. An angel of the Lord said, Philip, go down to Gaza. And as Philip goes there, he finds this Ethiopian in a chariot. And the Holy Spirit says, go join the chariot, share the gospel with him. So the angel said, go down there. And just an instruction, one single instruction, go there. And he moved. Right? Uh, an, angel of God, uh, an angel appeared to Cornelius and said, you know, Cornelius sent for Peter from Joppa. And uh, he's going to tell you, the, he's going to bring the gospel to you. Uh, an angel appeared to Paul while he was on the ship to Rome. And the ship was about, uh, was going to be shipwrecked. But an angel appeared to Paul and said, Paul, I want to tell you that uh, although the ship is going to be wrecked, every person's life will be saved and you will appear before Caesar. So the angel of God brought that message to him. So angels of God are at work in our lives. They speak to us, uh, they minister to us, and they can speak 
uh, and uh, we can hear them with the ears of our spirit. So when a message comes to you, and uh, and uh, you're not, you know, you, you know that you were not thinking it. It could be the Holy Spirit speaking, or an angel of God actually speaking into your spirit the message God sent to you. And usually, you will feel the presence. A heavenly presence, not a demonic presence. A heavenly presence. I know there are angels around me here. 